Good morning. Um, well, yeah, good to see everybody here. Appreciate you coming out. And um, let's go and start off in a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for who you are to us. Um, just help us to have ears to hear um, and I see what you would have us learn from your word and that we might walk with you more closely. And in your name we pray. Amen. All right, well, my name is Drew. Um, some of you know me. Um, I'm uh, married, have five kiddos. I work uh, full-time at Solid Rock Bible Camp and um, here at the church as well. And so that's, that's enough about me. If you want to learn more, you can catch me later. So, All right, so we've been going through Romans. All right, so far we're up through the first six chapters. Today, hopefully, you feel like um, it's familiar, okay? So... Try not to have a, I already know that mentality, but how can we live in it mentality, okay? So that's kind of what we're going to do. So um, we have a cool reading plan, and so that's one way to really dig in, study, and see, okay, what would the Lord have me learn from this spiritually as we live? And so we could probably just read through the reading plan this morning, and I'd be off the hook, but no, I'm just kidding. Like that. So anyway, these are really good. So... But real quick, can I get a volunteer? Come on up, buddy. Okay, so you can, can you lift that with two fingers? Just two, or your, those two, just like, can you hold that? Okay, I'm going to try to take it away from you. Look, an eagle, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, now you can grab it with two hands, grab it real tight, right? Have a little better grip on that? All right, awesome. Thank you. Okay, so part of... You can have a seat. Thank you. <laughs> Air five. So, all right. So part of our goal and hope for us um, is that we would really grab hold of this thing we call the Word and not just kind of, hey, that's a cool book. We kind of like it. And then we kind of slip it on the shelf for the week. And, you know, so our, our hope and prayer is that we really grab it as it as it, though it is something we need because because it is so all righty so first off we are going to um, just do a, a kind of a quick recap um, get us maybe back if hopefully again it's familiar if not kind of catch up on a real really brief all right so this isn't a, a thorough redoing of the last six chapters of Justin's um, speaking. So uh, one of the things that we talked about um, through Romans is God's righteousness and how it's revealed, okay? And um, we also talked about, this was one of the funner ones, our sinfulness revealed, right, in Romans as well. But fortunately for us, um, God's righteousness is more powerful than our sinfulness. And so um, we get to yeah, amen. We get to put our faith in that. And so also um, how God is the judge. We don't get to, you know, we like to kind of let ourselves off the hook sometimes. Um, Self-justification or I forget the, the right term for that. Um, and sometimes we like to um, maybe, be, you know, condemn others as well. And so we kind of heard that truth that, you know, we need to let God be um, the judge, he is the true judge there. And so um, we also looked at how we need a new life 
Um, and it only comes through faith in the works of Jesus, not in our own works. And so a reminder that it's not our humanly efforts, our physical efforts um, that get us there. It is the complete works of Jesus, and that is where the new life is found. Um, and in that, and all these things, we'll see Jesus a lot, and they all kind of go to, together, right? And so uh, we also, um, you know, took a look at our kind of the reality of our bondage to sin and the depth and depravity of that. Um, but we also got to take a look at um, the depth of our freedom in Christ. And so we want to really look at the depth of that because that goes deeper still. Um, and, and we need Jesus for that, to be freed from our bondage of sin. And he is more than able. Um, there's a, anyone, remind, remind everybody, anybody of a song, he is able, more than able. What's the next line? You can look it up later. Um, there's another old song that I really like, um, and it was up there earlier, so you might be able to get this one. Um, and it talks about where we, what the solid rock is. On Christ the solid rock I stand. There we go. We're at a 50%. I'm kidding. All right, and so... And part of that is just that, that, that reality there, all other ground is seeking sand and, and, and really remembering that. Um, so as, and we are justified, we are declared right with, you know, by God um, through Jesus. And that is a, we, we, you know, Justin spoke about that, how he, was, he declares us right um, through Jesus. And we are justified, we are made right with God um, which is awesome through Jesus. Again, something we need Jesus for, we can't do on our own. Uh, we talked about Abraham, Father Abraham. Had many sons, we won't go ahead, just kidding. All right, and so I remember that song from when I was a uh, little in church. Um, however, we might not make that our doctrinal statement. But um, anyway, so Abraham, what was it? It was his incredible stature in his day and works. That counted him as righteous, his many sons. Um, no, it was his right. It was his belief. I like that. Quick, know whoever that was. You're up to like a ninety percent. <laughs> and so, no, it, was, it says Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, um, which is awesome. You know, and we stand on God's promises and nothing else. Right. And this is a common theme for us. We get to stand on the works and the promises and the hope we have in Jesus. And then it comes back through several times through, even in the first six chapters, realizing our sin nature and realizing, um, you know, the problem solver for that for us. And so we, we want to live in the victory that Jesus won, not in the bondage to sin. Um, and then another, you know, one of the last things that we'll recap with, again, it's one of the many things, um, is realizing that we are a slave either to sin or to God, and there is incredible freedom in righteousness in the Lord. It's a freedom from that weight um, that, that of sin, and so we want to learn how to be and realize um, that we live in that, in that victory and that freedom that Jesus has for us, and that we want to be in obedience, right, and a 
slave to righteousness is really a, a wonderful gift um, for us. <clears throat> so I need one more volunteer. Can't be the same person. I guess I should look. There we go. Don't ask for volunteers and look down at your stand. That's <laughs> Okay, so if you could stand, can you how, do you have good balance? I think so. Can you stand on one foot, tippy toed? Okay, don't don't fall, don't fall. Okay, so that was very nice. Okay, so now you can stand on two tippy toes, and don't fall again. Oh, oh, she's pretty good. And then now you can have your feet firmly planted, a little more. Ow, no, I'm just kidding. A little more sturdy. Thank you. You can have a seat. Okay, so we're gonna thank you. Give her a hand. Um, so we're going to do a bit of reading. I might push your listening threshold, and I don't mind doing that. Um, boring by nature. But anyway, so as we read, as we recap, um, I want to encourage us to think about um, our foundation, uh, spiritual versus physical. Um, and so our spiritual foundation, if we're in Jesus, is there, right? And sometimes I was going to bring like a, like a big round thing to stand on, but I forgot. So, But sometimes we put things in between us and our foundation. We start to drift and make a, try to make a physical foundation, kind of like, and that's like us getting up on our tippy toes, standing on something out of balance. And all the time, that spiritual foundation that is rock solid, right? Christ, the solid rock, is there. And so as we read through these um, parts of Romans, um, we won't read all, I won't read all six chapters straight to you, um, but we will read a little bit in each one. Um, they're not the most important or less important. Um, so, um, But if you can think through, um, ask the Lord to show you, okay, how, how, am I, how can I live on this spiritual foundation and make this, live like this is my foundation and not, not the things of this world? So we're going to start reading here. Glasses on, but I still need it closer. All right, and so we're going to start in Romans 1. So you can turn there, tap there, um, turn Siri off so we don't all have to. No, I'm just kidding, but you can slide there. There's a lot, of, a lot of cool apps. So while you're flipping, one thing you can look up, there's something called the Blue Letter Bible. There's many resources like that for studying the Word. And well, my phone's not a good example because it's not very smart. It's still, but most of you have something that's a little more up to date than me. I mean, my phone more up to date than my phone, and you can get all sorts of cool things on. You can get multiple translations of the Bible, multiple study apps, and so um, I'd encourage you to do that. Um, it's a really, really pretty cool thing about technology. So, all right, <clears throat> here we go. Starting in Romans one. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the holy scriptures concerning his son who was descended from David, according to the flesh, and was declared to be the son of God in power, according to the spirit of holiness, by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the, the obedience of faith, for the sake of his name. 
among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Christ Jesus, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. 15, so I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. And skipping 25, verse 25, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And into the end of 2, in verse 28 of chapter 2, for no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical, but a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter, because praise is not from man, but from God. And to the end of chapter 3, verse 21, But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. And to chapter 4, For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. And to verse 20, No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. This is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who, him who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. 5 verse 1. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For, but, and then in the eight, but God shows his love for us, that in while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And in chapter 6, verse 6, we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. 
For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. And 11, so you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. And the verse 17, but thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. And verse 22, But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah, because I, I could just read to you all day long like that from the Bible, but don't worry. So there's a lot there um, for us as believers, a lot of incredible richness there for us. And um, we really want to, you know, I want to encourage us, because um, I'm somebody too this morning, um, to, to really think about are we living in that? Um, and so this idea of, you know, what's the foundation of our life? And we know that intellectually, if we academically, but we want to go more than just read these chapters and just think about them academically, right? Um, we want to do more than just think and read about them and have information. We want to get to know this real living God personally deeper, right? We want it to affect our lives to the core of who we are um, so much so that that is the foundation of our life. <clears throat> and so a couple things, um, just as we go think, to think through, um, that Jesus um, is the rock, kind of, you know, as, as the illustration of a foundation. And um, a couple things, we're going we're to read through a few things, or think through a few things here and think about, where are we shifting? Um, are we shifting towards a spiritual foundation, really living um, like Jesus is my rock? Or am I shifting and starting to put things in between me and my foundation and starting to live like I have a, a physical foundation that's going to get me um, to the spiritual? And if you're like me um, and you're flawed, which you're all like me in that way, like it or not, um, um, you have some tendencies. We have some tendencies. And so I personally need like minute by minute reminders probably um, about these things. And it kind of can feel like a list, but it's not. As we cling to these truths, we get this freedom and peace and purpose um, that is beyond our understanding. And so as we, as this, you know, and, and next week we're going to go into seven. So, you know, I'd encourage you if you haven't, you're new with us or just hit the couple, last couple weeks, you know, the reading plan uh, that was made for us is really, really quite um, well. And so read through that, kind of catch up and think through, okay, how is, am I living um, as this is a foundation? Am I, or is it just kind of a mental checklist? And so um, do you live like he is your rock? And if you're not on that, you know, you're stepping into sinking sand. Um, 
you know, are we, are we living like Jesus, as, it, as, it, as we read here, is, our, is the Redeemer? Or am I shifting back to feeling like letting those lies and feelings of I'm not good enough, well, if only this, then I could. Um, you know, God doesn't like me anymore. He doesn't, he's not there for me anymore, right? Or, or am I going to shift back towards, you know, no, he is my Redeemer, right? And he lives today. So hour by hour, day by day, are you living? Are you reminding yourself that, no, um, he is my Redeemer. You know, all those lies that the devil would like us to believe that, no, you just need to do these, these few things a little bit more. Um, you know, man, I, I, I'm a father of five, so I have plenty of mistakes, unfortunately, that I make with raising kids. But am I going to say, oh, man, I, I just blew it today. I have to do, make a better, harder effort. I got to. Or am I going to say, you know, no, I have a Redeemer who lives in me, and I'm going to rest in that power to be how God would have me to be to my children. And that's where my effort stems from is, is my hope in Jesus, not myself. <clears throat> you, know, you know, he is the way, the truth, and the life. I know another reference to that. There we go. Good job. Um, so, and we read here, you know, for me, it's a shift, you know, am I going to go back hour by hour, day by day and live like, okay, no, Jesus is the way I'm going to, okay, what is the way here? Jesus is the truth. Am I coming back to the truth and he is the life or am I letting myself shift, put things under my foundation that, well, this is an okay way to, um, you know, everybody kind of chooses their own truth a little bit, right? And so we start to sink other things in there, and pretty soon we start to get all wobbly again. Um, but we got to shift back to know spiritually um, there is a way, there's a truth and a life, and it's in Jesus. And, um, and Romans is, we hear about Jesus a little bit in Romans, and the incredible thing he is for us. You know, Jesus is our freedom, you know. We, we, you know, in one of the, Sermons, we talked about that bondage to sin, and am I going to let that take hold again, or am I going to keep stepping back? And say, no, no, in Christ, I am free. I do not have to be a bond servant to sin anymore. Doesn't mean it doesn't affect us, doesn't mean hard times don't come, but am I going to let those define how I am, or am I going to continually push back hour by hour, day by day, and remember that, no, I'm free. Christ freed me from that. I, I can now be a slave to righteousness and be free. Um, sin is no longer my master. You know, sometimes we just have to remember that more often um, and, and cling to it like, no, this, and live like it's true. Um, and so then we can, we can live like the free children of God we are from sin, not as, as bondage. And, you know, am I... For me, it just helped, you know, these, these foundations. I, what am I standing on? Um, you know, it's kind of like a car. Anybody have a vehicle that they like? If you have one you don't like, don't grumble about it. Just hands for those who have a vehicle that they like. Um, I have an old 87 Suburban that I like. Um, it runs and, you know, it suits me. And, but if I just walk into town every day and say, like, I got a pretty cool car, you know, and I'm late to work every day or whatever it is, um, it wouldn't make sense, right? Um, and I think sometimes it's easy for me, and I'm assuming for you, <laughs> to, to live 
like that where, you know, we know we have the spiritual foundation. We've been through six chapters of Romans, which is, you know, you know, just a lot, you know, and, but am I walking along in life and being like, yeah, I got a pretty cool car back there, um, you know, or am I going to get in the car and ride, you know, or maybe a motorcycle would be a better one for some of you out there. Um, I don't have one. I think my wife would have too much gray hair, so, <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, as we're, as we're digging into this Romans, um, you know, live in it. Don't just read about it. Don't be content to know about it. Ask the Lord, live in it. Live in these truths. Um, and, and you'll help us, you know, if we seek him, we'll find him. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, Romans, we could just read through it, you know, a few times and it'd be, be awesome. And so, <clears throat> the power of the gospel, that's a phrase Justin has used. And I remember him saying that a couple of times this last couple of months. I mean, the power of the gospel, it comes from, is, is spiritual. Um, and so, um, you know, re- refresh yourself in Romans and, and think about these things. For me, it's a day by day, hour by hour, um, or it ends up being like a month by month, you know, and that is not enough for me to remember these truths. And we live in a world that's, that's coming after you pretty hard um, from every angle, you know, as a single person, as a married person, as a parent, as a child. And so these truths that we have in Romans are an incredible foundation for us. And we need to live in them. And even when we don't feel like it, know that, you know, this is, this is the truth. Um, and and it, it allows us to live how God wants us to live, which is always better than how we think we want to live. Um, because we get, to me, it's we just end up shifting back towards the physical, you know, um, you know, Harlan has a nicer suburban than me. If only I had Harlan suburban, I'd I'd be be okay, you know. Um, so, but that doesn't work that way, and that's a, bl- a you know, a, a overly simple example. But we do that, and it's easy to do that in a lot of areas of life. And there, and I have to remember that no, you know, there is one truth, you know, and that lies in Jesus. And so. We're going to skip ahead to the last chapter of Romans just briefly. We're not going to read the whole thing, don't worry. Um, but there's a, you know, and you're probably here, Justin, speaking, you know, there's some themes in Romans. There's some incredible. So we're going to be in verse 25. Um, I'm reading in the ESV. Does anybody else out there have an ESV? Okay, so. Well, if you would read it with me, we're going to read verses 25 to 27. Um, if you want to read at the same time in another translation, doesn't bother me. Um, might bother your neighbor, but um, all right. So verse 25. Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages, but has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has been na- known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's how, how Romans ends. And so <clears throat> just again want to um, and en- encourage us to not let this week slip away without remembering hour by hour, day by day, 
the richness we have in Jesus, the power we have in Jesus, the freedom we have in Jesus, and the foundation that is just so much more than, you know, I could just spout in a couple minutes that we have in Jesus for your life, and it will give the clarity and the things you need to know for the physical part, right? Because we all, I mean, if you pinch me, I'm going to say, ouch, right? I mean, there is, uh, we are here in the physical world, but it's the spiritual foundation that gives us what we need to not, not just survive, but really live, live life um, here in this world. And so just be careful, you know, ask the Lord, you know, you know, reveal when I'm shifting back towards the physical foundation, you know. Um, one last little story, and um, in, the, in the Bible, you guys remember the two builders? Um, there's the builder who built his house on the poor soil and one who built his house on the rock, okay? Um, and it's a really cool story, and if you, you know, kind of look back into the culture times, it, it just becomes all the richer, but kind of the crux was hearing God's word and acting on him versus hearing God's word and not acting on them. And I just want to encourage us, let's hear God's word and let's live in it. Let's act on it. All right. Um, let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for who you are. Um, I thank you for loving us. Thank you for the you know, gift of friendship and family you give us in you. Help us to just realize that we need you. Um, and it's in your wonderful name, saving name, powerful name that we pray. Amen.